Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian you may have seen on Last Comic Standing. She's a mom and a Huffington Post contributor. Also, author of the children's book, Little Libby and the Right to Vote. Always a pleasure to have her with us. How about a warm welcome for Katie Massa Kennedy? Welcome. Mm, thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to some lively, lively chit chat. I I believe uh, lively chit chat is on the agenda for mm, today. It's on so. the menu. <laughs> yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum, indeed. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here, Katie. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here with Massa Kennedy. Massa Kennedy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're, going, we're going there this early, huh? You know, I realized uh, as we started recording, uh, I... I am remiss in my duties as a host, not not a podcast host, but uh, in welcoming y'all into the studio, I offered cheesecake when we were hanging outside and did not deliver before we started recording. But I was, I was reminded by Katie's yum yum, because as we were talking about on the show last week, when we, when we were discussing, I guess, for lack of a better term, my war on Christmas, uh, which traditionally does not start until thanksgiving you know we do not we do not start the war on christmas the first shot is not fired until we see the white of santa's beard at the end of the macy's parade so for the people who are busting out the christmas lights and everything now no just no but we were talking about this on the show last week and i mentioned that you know halloween to thanksgiving this is test kitchen time Mm -hmm. and this week I, I feel maybe a little ignorant in terms of pre-made feel? options. Oh, I you know that's that's the whole thing. This is how you know you're smart <laughs> is when you are able to admit what you don't know and and where you're ignorant. And honestly, before last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, but the only pre-made crusts, pie crusts, I had ever seen in the grocery store were graham graham cracker. Which makes sense. I had never seen shortbread crusts before. So, well, just had to do a little impulse buy. No tall bread. And Isn't that what all pie crusts are, basically? That's shortbread? Uh, no, it's a, it's a different... It's like a pie crust is... Because uh, shortbread is it's like really simple. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, with actual pie crust, there's a whole thing with like getting that flakiness in terms of the way it's prepared. I guess shortening is traditional. I've, I've never made an actual pie crust. I do crumb crusts, you know, it's, I, I mess around, mm. but yeah, there's a whole thing with like rolling it out and layering it. So you get the flakiness and it, it's very involved, but I'd never seen a, a pre-made shortbread crust at the store, despite the the thing on the label that says number one selling, uh, sorry, just wasn't on my radar, but Pandemic lessons. Um, I made a cinnamon cheesecake with a shortbread crust that I think is going to be improved upon in the next go around mm-hmm. because it was so good. And, and I thought, well, how do you make this better? I mean, what could possibly top this? And yeah. then I realized apple pie filling. Mm-hmm. 
apple pie filling could top this wonderfully. So a cinnamon apple cheesecake with a shortbread crust, I think... Uh, mm. I think that might be served at the... My uh, husband never says no to a second <laughs> slice of apple pie. <laughs> of my apple pie. See, what I was thinking, though, is like, well, you know, you don't want to just have like the the straight... I mean, I know fruit cheesecakes, you do just have the fruit topping on top. But it's like, well, what do you... Nah, I gotta... I'm me. I need to go over the top on this. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is get some uh, finely shredded cheddar. And a caramelizing torch. So do the apple pie filling on top and then just do like a, a lightly like browned cheddar cheese crust on top of that. Hmm. I'd like you to uh, tackle a ricotta cheesecake because I much prefer an Italian cheesecake to a New York cheesecake with cream cheese. Run on. That's I will... discrimination. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> can't Not content. all masses. Yeah. I was going to say both both New Yorker and Italian. So you yeah. you get to choose. You get to Oh, speaking of New Yorker, um there has been an ongoing raging debate at my house about the pronunciation of the holiday that is on October 31st. And after many years and much prayer, mm-hmm. I have conceded that I have actually been saying it with a regional New York accent and that the way that my daughter says it is actually the proper pronunciation. She says Halloween. And you say Halloween? I say Halloween. And she's like, no, mommy, it is not Halloween. I'm like, I'm not saying Hal. But yeah, I kind of am. It's, I, 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 I thought it was pronounced Halloween. I, Halloween. You know, I, I don't want to... She wanna, says, no, it's Halloween. I'm not going to argue with, uh, with a child because they're Republicans for that. Uh, I, I can have arguments with them and feel like I'm arguing with a child. But, and now now I just feel like the well actually guy. Halloween is the the shortened version of All Hallows Eve, and it's not All Hallows Eve. It could be All Hallows Eve. It, but we're not celebrating the the Hallows. The, the ask places. her to say uh, Mama Nam and see if she can spell it. <laughs> oh jeez, no. No. Girl, Mama Nam's she, she's what? still white, <laughs> and <laughs> and from Southern California, not exactly the South, where where there are other. I mean, that's whiter some down there that, to say Mama Nam. She'd be sitting there going, "Mom, there is no Mama Nam." <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. That'd be like, no, you can't spell that. I used to get a little. I used to like to tick my little nieces off, and they kind of correct you. Mom and M, that, Mom and M. Uh, that uh, white rapper from Detroit. Yeah, six there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no, you know, I think uh, it's Halloween, Halloween, however you want to say it. It's all about the candy. Right. Which, well, but I'm, I'm which, just telling you, I had much, to concede. I too finally much did. makes you feel hollow inside. <laughs> so maybe that's, oh, we're, we're all hollow. All Hollows Eve. <laughs> all, all Hollows Eve. Ugh, I hate it, but I, I'm, I'm, I concede. I, I would, I would disagree, but not my child, not my family. So you guys, you guys do you. You're going to find that the pronunciation of it everywhere here is Halloween. It's not Halloween. It's Halloween. Hey, 50, 50 million Elvis fans can be wrong. <laughs> it's, you know, it, he's coming back. You know. Well, been get, get in line behind JFK oh, Jr., Oh, you know buddy. what? I, I want to tell you, I, 
I, I hope that JFK Jr. comes back for those people because I just feel like they could really just use something good happening in their lives. I just feel like they just can really use something. I think they're just clamoring for the return of George Magazine. Who's the guy that Joe Rogan conned into uh, doing the... Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Who, oh, well, well another I, we're going to get into this now, I uh, guess. Uh, yeah. Before we do, mm. before we get into we Aaron know. Rodgers and everything, because there's, there's so much to talk about, I feel uh, I should first say... Uh, as long as I'm offering all these cooking tips, people should know where they're coming from. Yes. And that would that would be me. Me? Oh, oh well, I'm I'm Dr. David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the <laughs> impending apocalypse. And we took the long way. We yeah. we usually he always do. Hey, he forgets about himself all the time. We're still under ten minutes, so <laughs> still counts as an intro, right? Uh, we do have plenty to talk about, but first we're we're gonna take a brief break for a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches... Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. Available in Delta Variant everywhere, now and when you least expect it, Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. And it it is time for another peak. You can't tell by the weather in L.A. today, or really most of this week, but we are getting into the colder portion of the year. People are going to be spending a lot more time inside. We got the holidays coming up. You know, we're talking about Thanksgiving. It's the holidays. The holidays. <laughs> Just won't let it go, will you? Keep going. But um, no, I you know I, I think we we are looking at another peak. I want to give props though to uh, we we do this so rarely that. When when the opportunity presents itself, uh, I I feel we just to you know be fair to both sides. I want to give props to uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who as of yesterday figured out a way to keep Texans from dying of COVID nineteen. It, it's really simple. You send them to a Travis Scott concert in Houston and just kill them there. Oh my god. <laughs> What is the matter with you? Oh, there, there. We we don't have long enough to address that topic on the show. But I was thinking about that, like, oh, like, oh, God, like big two day music festival in Houston. Well, that's a super spreader event. Well, hey, there's eight people who won't be dying of COVID. 
that attended the show. So congratulations, I guess, to them. I I got my booster shot this week, Mm. and I got to tell you, for about 24 hours, I mean, got the shot, it was around one in the afternoon, waited the, the obligatory 10 minutes, yep, everything's fine, went off, ran other errands. And when I was running my errands and I'm walking, I did feel like a little logy at one point. Like I'm crossing the street and all of a sudden I'm walking through molasses and it's like, oh boy, now we're going to power through. And I did and everything was fine. Chilled uh, uh, that night, watched watched Dune on HBO Max, but uh, watched it. We moved the couch about three feet closer to the TV. So it was like HBO IMAX. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out the geometry of this. Like, nah, we we didn't actually do that. I just watched it from the from the couch. Yeah. A lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. But the next morning, woke up at like four thirty in the morning, freezing. You know where it was one of those like, oh, these are these are chills. This is not it. You know, didn't suddenly get really really cold in your house, mm-hmm. and I felt like someone had rolled me up like an armadillo and used me like a soccer ball. I mean, it was just, you remember when I had, I, I think the, the episode that wound up getting canceled, uh, I think Katie, you and Liz were and and time. And of course we're on the panel. Uh, the, the show where I had to bail cause I had kidney stones. Oh yeah. Um, have had up, up until this week, and I've injured myself a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. I had never felt a pain like that. Mm-hmm. And ribs. I felt, yeah, like fracturing three ribs, yeah. uh, flying over the handlebars on my bike and, and dislocating my wrist. Mm-hmm. The the idiot, finger quotes intended doctor at student health who popped the bone back in the socket. And then when it popped out, just kind of grimaced and tried to pop it back in again. All, all that and so much more. Uh, yeah. Broken my nose yeah, several yeah, times on my yeah. all this. Never had as much pain at once. Cumulative, sure, maybe. Yeah, but uh, then, then when I, uh, yeah, 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 brutally beaten by a woman. Yep, yeah. I've yeah. been uh, beaten by men too. Yeah. It's you know I'm egalitarian, yeah. but no pain as bad as kidney stones. The, the morning after getting the booster shot, I felt like I had kidney stones all over my body. I mean, it just, really? it was, yeah. I mean, even yeah. it was, any of that. Uh, it was, it was harsh. Um, and so pretty much, you know, like Aleve CBD gummies, stayed in bed, hydrated, you know, did all the things. And for about a day, and it wasn't even like I'm in hell. It was just like, just don't fucking make me move. Don't. Don't make me do anything. Moderna, what'd you get? Uh, yeah, I got the Moderna booster on but on you, top of the Johnson Johnson okay, yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then day two, it was it was reduced to just lower back pain. Mm-hmm. And today, day three, you know, just the the usual pain uh, that that an old man who's abused his body for most of his life uh, normally feels. So, yeah. I'm I'm back to baseline. I just had. Stiffness in my arm, right where the shot was. Other than that, that didn't have anything. Yeah, it was. I mean, but I would rather take one day like that over. So I don't know, going to the hospital and having a tube 
crammed down my throat to help me breathe on my way to an imminent death, uh, I'll, I'll take one day of, of pain and discomfort. Mm-hmm. I went to a buddy of mine, uh, opened up a new restaurant at the Union Station. And it's called the Harbar or something like that, Harbo. Great, great spot. It's got pool, shuffleboard, all this stuff. So the guy who took me over there, he did not, they said, you know, when we got there, you know, they, they passed a new mandate. So you got to have your vaccine, your, your vaccine, your card with you. And uh, his old ass, is, you know, he'd already had COVID once. And I said, he got there and she said, he said, I don't, I don't have a card. She said, sir, I'm sorry, you can't come in. But you, you know, so the, one of the, the owner, our buddy Brian came up. He said, hey man, well just eat outside. Dude. Don't you have to go in, we'll bring a heater over and you guys will be fine. And he said, and he said sir, do you have yours? Yeah, it was on my phone, you know. And so I had to go in and get the food and everything. He said, hey Ty, everything's on me, don't worry about it, you know, probably did, you know. So we're out there having a discussion and he tries to tell me, the unvaccinated, well, you know, man, you know, it's, I've, I've already had it and, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leery of the shot and leery of that. I said, I've already had the booster. There's nothing going to happen to you. But I will tell you, just because you think you had it naturally, okay, you can get it again. Hey, well, you can get it with your shot. Yeah, but I ain't going to die. Your ass will probably go. You're 66 years old. Why are you playing Russian roulette with your life? I don't get it. You keep talking all this stuff. You pontificating and all you highly educated or highly intelligent and guys are talking, but you have one thing to do, one thing, and you won't do it. But yet you bitch about all this is going on and this is happening and everything else. And all you had to do, it takes, I said, I said it took my shot, took 10 minutes of your time. I went over to the YMCA, the fire department did it. The ship, how you feel? I hear, I hear it's fun to get a shot at the YMCA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and we we basically like you were doing. We were laughing about it. Then ship, you you're good. I'm good. Sign my card. Done. You know. And I, I just didn't get it. I really and he he really and we got in the car and we were going back. He wanted to bring it up again. I said, dude, I don't want to talk about it. You're not going to. There's nothing you can say to me that I I feel that you're it's it's ignorance. See, that's the thing. Like you can just shut those conversations down, dude. It, it's okay. I already know you're stupid. Right. We're fine. Right. We're fine. I've accepted that. I still I still respect you as an individual. I just think less of you. He says, you're sheep. I said, I'm sheep? I said, let me tell you something. We have, I said, oh, so now you're an armchair scientist now? And you, you, you know? I said, we've been having to get shots in this country since we were children. You couldn't go to school. You could go nowhere without getting shot. So now all of a sudden there's something wrong with the science. Now let, let me ask you a question though about your friend. This is something that we've addressed on, on the show, you know, and I mean, we're not the only ones, uh, is your friend black, white, black. So is, is the whole Tuskegee distrust in the medical establishment thing? Or is he just like pulling on the, the bullshit MAGA conspiracy? He he's not a MAGA guy, but he's pulling on. I don't trust the government. <clears throat> I said, then let me tell you this then don't you take your black ass down when you get it again. And you will. I said, because you can wear all the double mask you want. Okay, because I can hear you over there choking, gagging, and whatnot all the time. I don't know if you got it or not. I said, but tell you what, when you get sick, don't take your ass to the ER. Stay your ass at home. Don't go. Don't clog up when you, when you could have, this could have been done. You know, well, you still can get it. You're trying to win something. I don't want to win anything. What I'm saying is, it is, it is, 
How many ways do they have to explain it to you? How much fucking proof in our society do we have to show the people of America what we have? And this is I don't, it's not a white thing. It's not a black thing. It's a fucking death thing. It's a virus. And I said, that's why I'm saying I don't want to talk to you because you motherfuckers make my ass hurt because of the way you think. And you, But yet you want to attack me because you want to win the conversation. I want to win the debate. I'm not trying to win. I just want you to get a fucking shot so we can, you know, we, so we can have, we, we're never going to get herd immunity. It's not going to happen. This is tangential, but it just so bothers me the whole, and it's this, and social media has, has led to a proliferation of this. It's, well, that's how I, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what I believe. It's like, no, that does not have the same weight as the truth. Yeah. You know, here's here's the thing. Virus doesn't care what you believe, and you know we we had uh, started talking about it uh, towards towards the opening of the show. Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers, quarterback, and this is partially, I think, a problem that the NFL never really came down with a mandate because yeah, the the players' association of the league, they they just well, hey, we're just going to leave it up to the individuals, and so you get folks like this idiot Aaron Rodgers and and it pains me to say this as as a native Chicagoan and a Bears fan but Rodgers was doing amazing things for the Packers this season and he when you know they're they're playing uh clips of an interview from the beginning of the season where well have you been vaccinated I'm immunized and to me, that's like the medical equivalent of let's go, Brandon. It's like that's a really cute way of saying I'm an idiot. Right. But because he has COVID, the NFL this week said to Aaron Rodgers, You shall not pass! It's only fair. It's only fair. Uh, the other thing that I think would be fair is like, fuck it, bring Kaepernick in. <laughs> you know what's really interesting about it, that just side note, is that I feel like Aaron Rodgers, I never heard a bad thing about him, like this wonderful guy, and he's elevated the team, and he's just such a great... I, I really think that they may have like, is the PR teams around him have just completely kept him under wraps. My husband said the funniest thing. He said, I think he's a male Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Oh, no. well, like did. meaning like a real dick, but somehow we've just been accepted, well, accepted the myth that the yeah. myth. Yeah. Well, what a, what a what, great guy. Well, what happened was he, he at the beginning of the season, he wasn't going to go back to the Packers because he didn't like his contract. So he went through all of that. And like you said, he did the whole immunization thing. So we got through that. You got through the contract thing. And here it is. He's having a great season. The guys are seven and one. They're kicking everybody's ass. And then all of a sudden we find out. Oh, okay. You didn't get you didn't get vaccinated? No, I didn't get vaccinated. Dude, now you're gonna cost us a win. Because you decided really you're playing a team sport. Wait, wait, team sport? Yeah. You mean like interacting with others for a so, greater good? And and people huh. say well, they said, Well, why isn't Cam Newton playing football? Cam Newton refused to get vaccinated. Because this when they left it up to the teams, the team told the players, all players who get vaccinated, you can play. All who don't, you're not playing. Is that NFL? What's what's the NFL, policy? That's NFL. That's NBA. Ninety percent of the NBA is vaccinated. 
So the NFL, you have to be vaccinated in order to play. That's the rule oh, yeah. now. Oh yeah. Oh okay. You okay. can't play. That's why Aaron Rodgers is sitting on the side and he's out for two weeks. But and and here's the thing that really, I mean, it doesn't bother me. It, I, it, it would make me laugh if it weren't so sad. So. Aaron Rodgers was talking about his whole being immunized thing. Right. And he's like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. This is, this is about body autonomy. And, and I should be able to make my own choices. And, and so I just, you know, Timon, you were saying you got your booster, little pain in the arm, nothing. Me, like one day, not in hell. I mean, right. but on, on the verge, like, you know, on the edge of the Grand Canyon looking right. into hell. Uh, but not. I was hell adjacent for a day. What we have learned so far, and like I was saying, you know, you got to admit what you don't know and what we still don't know, but what we have learned so far about long-term effects of COVID, it's like, oh, I don't want to put that poison into my body because I'm a prime athlete. Okay, so go get COVID and try and play the rest of your viable days on the field with a reduced lung capacity and the the many other potential effects right. of long-term COVID. I mean, my, my first thought with the Aaron Rodgers thing, kind of leaning on a, a popular meme style that, that's been going around is like, tell me you have CTE without saying you have CTE. And not to, you know, hey, Bill Cosby, <laughs> maybe not the best person to reference these days. Yeah. But brain damage. <laughs> these people have the brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that. I mean, you, it, oh, well, yeah, I, I called Joe Rogan. Oh, yes. Noted scientific expert Joe Rogan. Who I don't know if you saw that interview with Sanjay Gupta. No, that he did with Joe I saw Rogan. I saw bits of it. It's a three hour interview. This guy's trying to question. Like, well, yeah, I know, blah, blah, blah. And the, the, dude, Wait, who? Win. Aaron Rodgers or Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Joe oh, Rogan, okay. yeah. yeah and, uh, right, so <laughs> what What Joe Rogan ended up getting was the same content uh, cocktail that Trump got. That's what he got. But what, he, what they don't tell you, what he doesn't tell his audience, is that that fucking cocktail is about four or five grand. The average but, person. Well, for now, I mean, I don't know if they still are, but for a while, it, you could get the... Uh, Monocoque? antibody yes the horse thing no no no, no, no. but that's that's the funny thing is like i saw that aaron Rodgers was getting the monoclonal antibody thank you as well as ivermectin and it's like it it's kind of like when you see a commercial for cocoa puffs and it says part of a nutritious breakfast and it puts it on you know with like eggs and and orange juice and i, I don't want to bust anyone's balloons here but the cocoa puffs are not the nutritious part of that breakfast, <laughs> and you're you're getting the monoclonal antibodies, and you're taking ivermectin. One of those things is going to make you better. The other one, not so much. Guess which one these idiots are going to give the credit to? You know, and it's it's just well, the guy the stupidity perpetuates itself. The, there's another guy who's a talk show host who also lies that, that shows that he lies to his people. He got sick. He listened to Joe Rogan, called Joe. Joe said, hey, man, I'm, I'm willing to get the... But the dude's already... Joe said, I'm willing to pay for the, you know, the monococcal antibodies, but... Um, the, monoclonal. Monoclonal. Cocal. Clonal. Um, monococcal pups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he told him, uh, he just told him, he says, you know, you know, he was going to go get the, the, um, the, the, the dewormer 
whatever crap that he was going Ivermectin. to Ivermectin. Ivermectin. It's yeah. the horse pill sweeping down the plane and the things with the people. And he it. found out that that shit didn't work. <gasps> Wait, what? And so he's sucking on air, right? <clears throat> you know, he can't breathe. He's, he's having it and he's getting worse. And so that's when they had to tell the guy. Did he did he try and inject bleach or, or get uh, some light you know, inside of him somehow? Right. And so and the fact I mean, Joe Rogan has became a gazillionaire off telling you know like he's like you know off of telling idiots that they're right. Yeah. I mean, let's just yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't want to leave yeah, that hanging. But, but it's but, like I mean, how's he, he made his money by making idiots feel good about their stupid choices? Right. Keep well, going. and also you know alpha, you know the, the, the whole alpha male thing. You know, or, yeah, you got to be a man, and the man does this, and the man does that. Yeah, until your ass is thinking about dying. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. You know yeah. what a man does? A man lives to take care of the people he's responsible to. Or be like when Richard when Richard Pryor, when the heart attack was talking to him, he said, don't breathe no more. <laughs> Didn't I tell you don't breathe? Were you trying to breathe? No, I wasn't trying to breathe. <laughs> think about dying now, ain't you, motherfucker? Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about dying. <laughs> when think about dying when you was eating all that pork for you. <laughs> it's, it's really, and it's... And and you know that that whole thing there that was there with um, with Joe Rogan, I just said, you're questioning Sanjay. I mean, and Sanjay's just cool, man. He he was trying to keep from getting angry at this dude. It's like you know you feel like this is when you think about being medieval when you think that certain people need their hands cut off because Joe Rogan has just sat up, and I was like, dude, you're really not. Someone's turned you into this so-called genius that people and they they tune into him. Because he makes them feel good. I got guys at my job; they buy into it. And every time I sit around and listen, yeah, you see what Biden did today, and yeah, and they're, yeah, you know, they're you trying know. to they're trying to force that race theory thing down our throat. That race theory. Oh God damn, is it really? You, but you know what? You know what Biden did yesterday. Uh, he he signed an infrastructure bill, and and so for people who are, well, what's what's Biden doing? Well, uh, he signed a bill that is going to give America $110 billion. This is all over the next eight years. $110 billion for fixing roads and bridges, $73 billion for the electrical grid, $66 billion for railroads, which, Joe being the Amtrak guy, I would have thought that might have been a little higher, uh, $65 billion for broadband. Which is needed. Which is needed. Especially in a small... But, I mean... You know, we've we've talked about the the problems with I read it on the internet that you know we cut it off. I I, I would love <laughs> if like that was sixty four billion for broadband and one billion for teaching critical thinking skills. Right. You know, I don't even know what that means. I, I yeah. Well, it's is that that race thing? No, mm-hmm. no. It's <laughs> it's learning the difference in value of information you get from an actual doctor who studied medicine mm-hmm. and the value of information that you get from a failed actor with a podcast who also does color commentary for MMA fights. Uh, well, I was thinking... When Critical you said bro- thinking. Well, I was thinking the broadband thing. You remember when, when COVID hit the... Um, you know the outskirts of towns, those little small towns. They were fucked, and they were trying to tell them, "Dude, you got to get the." And they didn't know; they couldn't get any information to them because they're, you know, you three miles. The houses are three, four miles apart, you know. And then the, they only got one, you know, one or two, maybe one 
small town hospital or something, you know. So I think broadband would be great for them that are out there, especially elderly that are out there, that they would need it. You know, something we, we haven't really addressed, uh, I think not even enough on this show, but uh, as a culture is, and I haven't seen any studies about this, maybe, because it's a sign that it worked too well. But with the shortage of, of doctors and, and hospital space, I would think uh, the, the beginning of the pandemic was really a great time for rural veterinarians to shine. <laughs> like, we're not just here to fix up, like, mob guys on the lamb. We can also take care of your mima. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a fun, like a madcap sitcom. I, yeah. You know, <laughs> rural veterinarian. So in addition to uh, the broadband, the railroads, the roads and bridges, the electrical grid, we got $55 billion for water infrastructure because uh, people need water. People are going to need water to live. That's that's something we, we need. $47 billion for coastal adjustments to climate change, which, like, fuck yeah. I, it's, I don't think this is the best way to go about it, but I think this does show that because I think there were were 13 Republicans in the House. Yeah, 12 or 13. 12 or 13 that signed on to this, that made it possible for Biden to sign it in the law. This is a sign that there are some Republicans who are coming around to the reality of climate change. Well, they're coming and around. it's largely because, you know, it, they, Look, they say a rising tide lifts all boats, but it also sinks all coastal properties. Yeah. So, Well, I think it's coming around also because they finally are letting... You know, Trump's not around. They're not looking over the shoulder. And they're saying, look, we know the dude lied. We got to fix this shit. Because they're getting it. I mean, you got to know that this dude damn near destroyed everything. If he, if, he, if they could have pulled this off, oh, we'd be fucked. We'd be fucked. And, and, well, and, and, and well, it's and not well, over yet, yeah, but I'm I, just I, saying. We're going to talk I mean, about that in a minute. Oh, like, okay. Because of the election day, you know. Oh, I, I was just saying, I, I didn't know you were going to talk about it, but I'm just saying. You know, because of what, you know, you got that, those Republicans to join in, you know, like the, what's the main guy was Kissinger? Is it Kissinger? Kinzinger? Kinzinger. Kinzinger. Yeah. That's a hell of a name to say. Uh, let's call him KK. Uh, you know, and, and <laughs> Cheney, you know, Cheney, I'm not, like you were saying, Dave, I'm not cheering her on, but she was but saying that, applaud, look. Applaud the good things that these horrible people do. Right. And maybe they'll, they'll start responding to, you know. You you can't yeah well it's fucking Liz Cheney Cheney, Cheney didn't vote for it though did she uh, I no. no I don't think so but uh, as someone who's on the one six committee which also right. we're going to be talking about that like you don't need to come out and hey I've been standing for Liz Cheney like no fuck mm -mm. that noise she's still a horrible person who aims to do horrible things to this country right. but where she is on the right side of things. And by right, I mean correct, not politically. You do have to give praise. You do have to applaud that. Who's a good girl? Yeah. Basically, it's positive reinforcement. Right. And maybe you keep doing that every time she does something that's for the betterment of this country and society. Maybe she'll stop pissing on the rug. Right. And I say that possibly metaphorically. Well, she, she saw that. <laughs> Where it, you know when, when she, I know that the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Matt get Matt Gates, I mean she's probably you know how did you fucking people get in office? But then again she sees who put them there. 
You know, that's well, what she, because she was trying to avoid, look, I don't mind a, a good debate from a Republican, but when you got someone as asinine as Marjorie Taylor Greene got in, that's when we know, they even Liz Cheney she saying. Did, she did run unopposed, but still. But still, she got in. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, well, these are, these are people, and by these, I mean the Republicans, who are largely motivated by fear. Yeah. And they're, they're. And I use this word loosely with heavily implied finger quotes. Their leadership has figured out how to manipulate the fuck out of these people. Mm-hmm. And they do it. Who's the other woman? Bobart? Bobart? Bo- yeah, Bobert. 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 Why does he get these names? Why can't they have just a normal name? Like her, her name is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and she's another idiot that we have roaming around who are doing things. And I mean, I'm sure that. Kissinger uh, said, said, you know, we got to we got to do something. These guys are getting ready to, you know, I mean, he's getting to the point. I I can't even be in the room with these people because they're really fucking stupid. And they're selling stuff that even though I'm a Republican, I mean, see, but but here's here's the problem. And and, you know, I I. Saw his statement when he announced that he wasn't going to be running again. That I'm I'm going to fight this from the outside, and it's like you know what? There's millions of us fighting it from the outside. Mm-hmm. What we need is the people who are on the inside, who actually have the power to affect change. Mm-hmm. We need them to affect change from the inside. So it's I you know I mean. Well, you're going to find I, that he's going to run it. for a higher office. Yeah. That's but you can't, you can't probably, the but the, it's, I mean, it's a bullshit excuse. It is a bullshit like, excuse. But it was, a lot of these people, they're weak. They're cowering. Oh, you know, what are you going to do about it? The Nazis are coming. And, uh, so. Because you can't put the genie back in the bottle right now because right now he's out and he's roaming and they're trying to keep his ass, you know, that we, we'd like to take him down if we could, you know, uh, which is. You know, did, did they finally put Bannon in jail? Or he's not, no, no, no. We're still happened? waiting for Merrick Garland to do something about oh, that. Yeah, what happened that? with that? I do want to jump in before we move on and say that Pelosi is a genius. She got all, she whipped those votes good. She got those Republicans on board and gave cover to those, to the progressives who wanted to be able to say, no, I'm against this bill. I, I know some people who well, are very anti-squad and I am not one of those people. I think that the left is very healthy when it's got a, a spectrum of ideas. I, I agree. Here's, yeah. Because there there were six progressive Democrats who voted against it. And it's all and the I, usual suspects. Right. Yeah, it's all the people you would expect. AOC, and was she in AOC, on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ayanna Pressley, uh, Ilhan Omar, yeah. um, uh, Pramila Jayapal. And, and I get why they did it. You know, it was about the procedure. It's like we had an agreement that we were going to vote on and pass both of these bills together. None of this bullshit. We'll sign a letter saying that once we get the CBO numbers on it, then we'll we'll vote on it. They didn't even say then we'll vote for it. They said then we'll vote on it. So I get that, you know, this is a this is a, you know, justice deferred is justice denied kind of situation where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been telling us you know, we'll we'll get to it. It's becoming like Trump's beautiful health care plan in two weeks. Mm-hmm. 
another two weeks yeah. and another right. two weeks. Right. And so I understand the reluctance and they voted against the bipartisan infrastructure bill uh, on a procedural basis that you guys told us this is the way it was going to be done and you're not doing it that way. And so fuck you. We're voting no. But they voted no with the knowledge that Pelosi did have enough votes to pass it with their no votes included. Right. So fine. All right. I get it. The the end result is what matters. It passed. It's it's becoming law. But this is this is the problem that the Democrats largely have is it's a forest for the trees issue. And I get why a lot of them I, I'm not saying I agree with the motivations behind why they stymie Democratic legislation. It's like, they're Republicans to do that. We don't need your help. But choose your fucking battles. Look at the bigger picture. I get it. Joe Manchin, you're, you are a senator from West Virginia. You are here to represent West Virginians. But as a senator... You are also working for the American He's people. He's not a state senator. Large. He's a United States senator. Yeah. There's the difference. Bingo. Right. Yeah. And so the Democrats, I think, are some of them, depending on their caucuses, are so focused on their individual issues that they refuse to budge. And, you know, I mean, we, we've given Bernie bros a lot of grief on this show. And rightfully so, uh, without giving that much to Bernie. And I think for all the people who are, you know, less into Bernie than us that are on the left, that, you know, oh, fucking Bernie Sanders is ruining everything for everybody. Look at how much he moved from what he originally wanted. He's always on this bill. Exactly. And so much like applauding, you know, Republicans who do the right thing. Let's give Bernie props for for trying to lead by example, by by acknowledging we're not going to get everything. And that doesn't mean that we tank the whole fucker. Um, this is such a side note. But I know people who are vehemently anti-Bernie Sanders hate him with a white-hot passion. I am not one of those people because I don't really think about putting emotion into politics. I don't think they belong together. But I will tell you this. I do believe, and, and, and I think that I'm correct, that he was actually plucked from obscurity. This is going back, I know, but he was plucked from obscurity in Vermont to weaken Hillary Clinton as part of you know, part of the, you know, Russian ops. I, I will, I will ask him that you brought up Hillary. Did any of you see the interview with, with Abedin? With Huma? Abedin. What's her name? Abedin. Huma Abedin? Huma, Huma. Oh, no, I didn't see it. You need to no, see that. No. Because that, she, she has a book out. And her oh, book, yeah. and her book, I didn't know how, I, I didn't know how far Wienerhead went, but dude, he was really gone. And I don't get really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that and guess what? Juicy. And wait a minute. And she said, You're going to be the reason why. She said, I don't want to be the reason why Hillary loses. Because remember, as soon as that shit came out, Trump then flipped it and they used what happened with Wiener to seal, his, to seal Hillary's mm, face. Mm. And, and Uma said it. So it's a great, it's on. 
Interesting. It, it's on. Uh, interesting you, you can get it on YouTube. Uh, they just punch in the, the interview, but she really let that out, and I, I was like, Wiener, Jesus Christ, dude! I mean, you just went. I mean, even and he even after she stood for him, and they told her, don't make that fucking speech for him. She went. He was running, and she went and said, Oh, and he said, Babe, I'm blah blah blah. I'm back and. Oh my uh-uh. God! Wow. His, yep, she stood by her, and, and wow. wait a minute. But guess who told her don't do it? Hillary told her don't do it. Her mother told her don't do it. Really? And See, I mean, she, I don't know. I don't know her mother, but you know, with Hillary, it's like, girl, I've been dude, there. She's been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't do this. Like, <laughs> oh no, I got to. She stood there, and don't he, do this. Well. And he had already, Dave. He had already. Did some dastardly dirty shit that she hadn't even found out, and then you know the not even just the fifteen year old shit that he got caught with. He had went beyond, and she says, "You know what, motherfucker, you're done. I got to get rid of you. Mm. I got. I mean, you and and because she did not want to be the reason why that Hillary lost. And come to find out, it was what Trump. Then when they found that out, you, you know what's weird. Robert Reich, uh, yeah, yeah, has a newsletter. You know that he's, I, I love him. Yeah, he's you know he's great. But he had uh, he had written in the news one of his newsletters. Uh, I think it was this week. the The story of when he was being vetted to become the the Secretary of Labor, and yeah, so the suits show up at his house and. Uh, during the whole vetting and they're like have you have you done anything you know that is going to come up that you know we're going to need to know no think about the 60s uh, a lot of people forget no 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 no. uh and they they bust out a a binder uh big thick binder full of women uh not full of women (laughs) this is not Mitt Romney (laughs) but it was like critics of his uh from his books and everything and he's like, well, <laughs> kind of impressed uh, that I accomplished all this in, in just 15 years. Yeah, this uh-huh. big, thick binder. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. And they like point to the, the title on the binder and it's like binder one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, there's like <laughs> yeah. a lot more of this. And, and the fact that they will do such intense vetting mm-hmm. of people who are and I don't want to say inconsequential, you know, because being in the cabinet, it kind of, I would say that counts as consequential, but that these people go through so much vetting mm-hmm. and you were asking earlier time and how do, how do people like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene get elected? I don't know because the people that work for them <laughs> Have to go through all kinds of screening. I mean, you know, they're going to stick a microscope talking up about your fucking, ass. you know, Trump's two weeks to a healthcare plan. We're still waiting for his goddamn tax returns, right? You know, and he's still fighting them in court, right? Which is ridiculous, but which is one of the many reasons why it makes me happy to say that we are two hundred ninety-one days into the Biden administration. Thank you, sane voters. As of today, we've got... Timpany. 753,517 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 46,395,307 confirmed cases with about 222.6 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 193.2 million of them 
including the three in this very room who are fully vaccinated. And the job, I don't know if you have the job um, uh, numbers. Uh, not right in my hand. But, but 597,000 got, uh, it's over 500,000, I know that. Uh, the job market is doing amazing. We are we are two years ahead of schedule right. uh, in terms of getting uh, the the working public back to work. Right. <clears throat> okay, and I it so disgusts me. But if you do a poll of Americans right now, they will say that like sixty forty that Republicans are better for the economy. It's yeah. insane. Oh no, it's absolutely nuts. <laughs> and this is kind of one of the one of the big well, I the, think it goes you know, back to underlying all... messages that that runs through everything today is that the Democrats fucking need to get their messaging going and and keep it simple. Get out there and start bragging about what you're doing. Think about think about the last four years. All right. You know, we're we we were talking a little bit before the show about this past Tuesday being election day and some of the results and how the fuck are people you know, like the stat Katie just dropped. You know, sixty percent of people will say that Republicans yeah, or are better for the economy. Or something, something. Right. I mean, it's significant. It's, it, it's crazy, and half of the reason is is because the Democrats don't brag on themselves. Like right. you think about all the shit that Trump didn't fucking do that he still bragged about doing. Yeah, he told like, lies. We're actually right making but, lying. But Democrats are actually doing shit. Get out there and get that in people's ears. Let people know, you know, so when someone says, what the fuck has Joe Biden done? You can, well, I'll tell you what he's done. Well, the messaging is so strong from the other side, though, because if you start bragging about, like, for instance, the numbers that you just read that are in the infrastructure bill, these are great things. But if I wanted to message wise, if I wanted to dumb it down, I would be like, okay, thanks for the socialism. Right. Right. Meaning, I'm being sarcastic. Right. Like no, the, no, no, you know, no. The, I understand that, but the the response to that is, "Hey, thanks for the tax cuts to the one percent." You know, right? I mean, it it's like right. you know, don't don't fucking oh, socialism is everybody's tax dollars going into things that help everybody. Yeah. Whoa. Well, yeah. you know, call me comrade. Well, then also you you have to. <laughs> it's my new sitcom. This yeah. fall on call CBS. Me, call me comrade. <laughs> Yeah, they they're also they're Starring not paying Comrade Bain. They're not paying attention to what we're doing to the environment. With that oil spill that happened in Orange County, you're not going to be able to clean that shit up for a good 20 years. That's like the Valdez. I mean, you're not going to you can't clean it up. Can I can I just admit to how much I that was such a conundrum for me because I mean, oil spill, environment, ocean, bad. Right. Orange County and and the people who tend to oh, vote just against stop it. Well, I mean, you try and find the silver lining in the oil sheen on top of the beautiful <laughs> waters of the Pacific. But no, I mean, when when that was all going on, it was like, well, I mean, those beaches, it's all going south and those beaches are too far for me to want to drive to anyway. But you know, and those are the people who tend to vote like against environmental causes, so Fuck it. Let them let them eat oil. Yeah. And they're definitely going to eat it because I'm telling you that, you know, it's going to. And they're still pointing fingers. They're pointing fingers. Well, it wasn't my fault. And and the federal government has gotten involved. And it's like, dude, this is what we're talking about. And what was the other one that just happened that uh, that, that blew up where all those people died? The the big oil rig that blew out that happened a few years back. 
during Trump era. Oh, wait, you're talking about uh, Horizon uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, Yeah, the Horizon. That was the the latest one where everything blew up and all the oil. That one's not cleaned up yet. That was in the South. That was, I think, uh, Georgia. Uh, not it, was Georgia. Off, it was in the Gulf of Mexico, so it was like in uh, Florida. You know, yeah. it was a, like, so you got that one. You got this one up here. They're trying to tell you, you deep better, water horizon. It there was. it is. So you gotta starring and, Vin Diesel. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you had to. You, know, you got to keep trying to find a way to. You know, you don't know who's going to rip open a pipe. You know, with with an anchor. You don't know who's going to do. It. You're killing our environment. You're just killing it. And they keep trying to make up the dude. That there's not enough science that can stop this shit. You know, you're just killing the ocean. You, and we said then they said, well, can we go out and start fishing again? Fishing? You don't know what's in the fish. Yeah, but we're gonna be, we're sending rich people to Mars. <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I can't. Don't even get me started on the fact that we're still using oil, and it's clearly just because it's benefiting a. A small group of people. The ghost of Rockefeller. Because it's, the it's, ghost of it's Rockefeller. ridiculous. It's inefficient. It's dirty. It's there's nothing good about it. We have the technology to do other things. The fact that we're all that when you drive on the freeway here, you, it's a, you're driving on a road that's jam packed with all of these vehicles, and they're 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 the way that they're moving is by lighting fires. It's like ugo ugo ugo. Like what in the <laughs> world is happening? Well, that's, that's the ghost of Rockefeller. Remember the reason why he came up with he he created prohibition because he knew that that when ford figured out that that cars run cleaner on alcohol than they do oil he blocked so that the to, drivers yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this true yeah oh my god yeah i mean that, i mean well and also the first do, 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 do. well i mean he, he stopped a lot of things anything that was going to block him also his sons were in the cia too you know yeah they were his, his sons were connected to the cia and everything well so. speaking speaking of sons and one of the one of, of the big issues because we've we've been talking about you know election day and how the fuck did the republicans win so much speaking of sons the the son of Virginia governor-elect Glenn Youngkin. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a voter. Who himself, well, <laughs> he's he's an aspiring voter. Uh, oh, yeah, 17 listen, years old, not, not old enough to vote, and got busted for trying to vote twice. Oh, really? Now, here's, and, and the Republican, well, he's just, you know, he was just very, you know, uh, enthusiastic and, and wants to take part in uh, his the civic, civic process, responsibility, yeah. which... All right. If you do it once, maybe. I mean, it's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. But all right, there is plausible deniability there. Twice, though, no. This is this is the election fraud that these guys are are claiming to to be fighting. Why is it that every time there is actual proof of election fraud, it's a Republican? Yes, I know. But wait, hold on. First of all. First of all, it took me seeing four pictures of Youngkin before I realized that that was a different person than Brett Kavanaugh. That's number one. <laughs> I thought they, I thought it was Brett Kavanaugh the whole time. Second, no, it um, looks almost more like Brett Kavanaugh raped uh, Hermie the Elf from uh, from whatever Christmas, Christmas show it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, listen, I'm so tired of this trope of wait a second. So let me get this straight. So if Republicans win, there isn't voter fraud. But if they lose, there is voter fraud. I'm like, I, I get it. Like, yes, I know that you're you're comparing and you're showing the hypocrisy, but they don't fucking care. Yeah. 
Like, well, don't I mean, fucking Trump, care. but you know, you got uh, you don't want to give him credit, but the son of a bitch, he knew exactly whoever was in his ear told him exactly what to do, and he sold these idiots. He put out what the six months ahead before he, for the voting started. The whole message oh, that if had, I don't, he had started like as soon uh, as in the twenty sixteen election. He said as soon as <laughs> like, I didn't, if yeah, I don't win, you know, it's 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 a. Uh, um, it's it's, it's fraud. Yeah. yeah. No, but and P.S. He is a he is a genius. He's a media genius because what he did was he went to the dark corners of the that that conservative radio that people were listening to, and yeah. apparently it's got a lot of you know uh, listenership, and he amplified that, and well, that that's all he did. Well, that is all he did. Yeah. Well, one thing for sure, reality TV, we know what sells it: conflict. What is he? He is conflict multiplied. I don't know how many times he brought. All the bullshit. He brought all the stories. He brought the lies. He started the crap with Obama, you know, and they just bought it. And he, you know, he told him he's not a Christian. And everything. Remember when? Uh, what's the? What's the? Uh, Two from, Corinthians. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I guess he was the. He, he ran. He ran against Obama. From he was from Arizona. Um, McCain. McCain. And McCain had to stop the woman and said, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he yeah." Said, he said, "No, no." He's that not was a that was the end of decency in the Republican Party, right. which I mean, there wasn't that much anyway. But all right, I, mean, I but I would have to argue that it was when they tried to jailbreak Terry Schiavo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was downhill from there. My God, uh, mm. that's that's a sitcom. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! But um, yeah, you know. So, so how do the how do the Republicans win? It, it I think largely as we were saying before, it's a lack of democratic messaging. You know, the Democrats need to get out there and brag on what they do, because the Republicans, and largely due to the machinations of of Mitch McConnell, who has a stack of of Democratic legislation on uh, well used to be on his desk, but may as well still be there, uh, that he is not letting pass or, or even come up for discussion. Right. And so they it, it's been really easy for the Republicans to sell the message, well, the Democrats don't get anything done. And so then you have to look at the, the people who are voting for the Republicans, and I guess their line of thought is, well, sure, the Republicans don't get anything done either, but at least they're mean. Right. Well, the Republicans sometimes I'm I'm it's just a head scratcher as far as like their messaging absolutely their their genius mess in, as far as messaging creating messaging but it's just so simplistic and just so dumb but then I start thinking you know like what are the biggest ad campaigns of all time just do it. Okay, well, that's the biggest ad campaign of all time. Where's uh, the beef? Coke is it? Like, really? I mean, but the thing is, like, I was just thinking, I was just thinking about this the other day, is that, like, it, it, it's amazing, the messaging coming from the right. They branded, for, for people who don't, do we, do we talk about this on the, because I think about this a lot, the pro-life movement is just so genius because yeah. because they're they're calling themselves pro-life to the point where when someone says the pro-life like when regular news sources call people who are out there terrorizing people who are trying to get health care and they're calling them pro-life literally all the news the news organizations and i'm not saying like you know bad news i'm just saying that now these people are called pro-life this is the pro-life movement yeah. what no, it's like so branding, then if I, the the democratic party is the democrats 
Like, yeah. well, how the Democrat rats, Party, but, right? Yeah. But it, but it's but but time and hold on, let me just finish real quick. So now, if I'm on the other side of that, what's 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 so I'm not pro life, right? I'm not pro life. I'm anti life. I'm pro death. Like, how do you even try to counter that? Right. It's one of the most genius brandings of all time. Right. Anyway, well, what, what I was saying, you know, Youngston ran on. Uh, the whole critical race theory. I'm not, but there is no critical race theory thought in high schools. But yet he 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 ran on that, and the people. What did they do? They was like, yeah, they were you know, trying yeah, to you know why? sell it. Like what we were saying earlier, fear. Yeah. They run the party on fear, and they play to their their weak little audience's greatest fears. One of which is that you know, black people, people. might actually. Be treated again. like equals. Yeah. Oh no, it's not even the it's not even the fear that that they're coming to get us. Yeah. It's it's that they're they're going to be considered the same as us. <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah. well, I always tell my wife friends, I didn't create it. You did. <laughs> so don't get pissed that you created something that now you have no fucking answer for it. You wanted us to focus on race. You focused on it. You created it. Now that it's out of control, but you don't give a shit because you got everybody focused on it while you who've made all your money, I'm good. I don't have to worry about oh, it. You guys I, fight over I've got a wise quote from you. Please name who, can you Can you name it? Uh, you built this wicked system. They say t- two wrongs don't make it right, but it damn sure makes it even. Right. Hmm? Do, do, do. I'll give you a hint. Bill Clinton had to like just shame himself by calling out this person during the campaign and saying she doesn't speak for us. This is racist what she said. It was Sister Soldier. Oh no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Soldier. Remember? And God, Bill Clinton that's... was like, no, like he, he had to you know do you know do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. An old sister soldier. What well, I used to call Bill the black president. Black folks used to call him. He speaks for me. He's a black president. Then Obama came. They're like, well, well, he don't. Obama don't speak for me. He ain't black enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you voted for him because he can blow a horn. Right? You fucking idiot. Bill Clinton was such a successful president that right. they desperately had to take him down. That's how they. That's when they dug up all that. Well, I mean, he was a he was a dog, no well, no doubt about it. Well, but I mean, they needed they needed to hobble him. Well, the book my sister got pissed because when the book The New Jim Crow came out yeah. by uh, was by Michelle Anderson, and it's focused on how many people that Bill Clinton was the one who wrote the the law that, that was really locking up black people, with and, and the whole three strikes thing that was Bill, and they were like, so like well he, he he did such and such. I said, but Hannah, he locked up all the brothers. You know, he did it. He passed the law. And then all of a sudden you heard him. And, and actually Biden was along with him. They have most said, we're sorry for that. We should have never put this law because during the crack epidemic, that's when the three strikes and everything came out. And that's when brothers was getting locked up like crazy. But now that you have the opioid, they're not locking white folks up like crazy. And they're not really even, I mean, now it's a, we have an epidemic. Crack was a fucking epidemic. How many people lost friends and family to crack? Yeah, but that didn't really become an epidemic until white people started smoking it. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. There's a recurring pattern I'm sensing here. Hmm. And we don't, and, you know, that I, and we don't, when you hear about, you know, fentanyl, I was like, black folks can't even, can't even pronounce fentanyl. Crack they can pronounce. But fentanyl? <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
<laughs> you know, it's like, is it really, you know, you know, Prince did fentanyl. I'm like, yeah, and it killed his ass too. I don't know why people want to brag about like fentanyl. Like they had death. Or the dude that made the announcement said, you know, heroin's coming back and it will kill you even when it comes back too. Thank you. It's like it killed then and it'll kill now. What is that? It's it's kind of like, uh, was it Superman 3 with Richard Pryor? <laughs> When he's trying to like figure out the the chemical composition of kryptonite and like is two percent unknown, <laughs> and he's like, ah, well, shit, you know, I'm working in a results oriented field. Uh, they, you know, unknown ain't gonna cut it. And he notices his pack of cigarettes sitting on the table, and you know, now with six percent less tar, he's like, oh, tar, and you know, wackiness ensues. But yeah, it's. Or be like my sister who said, I don't do crack, I do cocaine. I said, oh, what are you, a drug addict snob? <laughs> Fuck, we know you do crack. You can't afford cocaine. And you're black. God damn it, black folks don't, don't buy cocaine. But yeah, the thing is, it's like, don't, you know, don't buy mixed, uh, you know, and I mean, even like cocaine is going to be processed. Heroin, mm-hmm. it's going to be processed, you know, but it's like shit that it's like oh here it's uh it's a drug casserole like no because you don't know what all is in the casserole right. if they made it in a, if they made it in a bathtub don't do it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you don't know if that bathtub's even clean uh, no <laughs> where you cutting that with oh, don't, don't, rat poison don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> only a little rat poison <laughs> you know for for flavor yeah. Yeah. You know, and and you guys were looking at me weird when I was talking about putting like a little bit of a cheese crust on top of an apple pie. Come on! No, I love that. Right. Don't you sure. dare! I love it. I very I fully support that. Mm. Big girls heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Put it on there. I'll try it. I eat it. Well, I I guess the. Uh, we we did reference this earlier, but uh, sadly. Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. did not return. It's too bad they need something. I it's they yeah. <laughs> this is this is I mean, there are so many so many reasons to ridicule this. But um these these are the people who we're supposed to trust their evaluation on which news is fake and which news is real. Right. Um you're eating horse paste. You're you're expecting, not even waiting for. You're expecting a a dead president's son. Well, dead son of a dead president. Uh, there's, you know that that family is dead going back generations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're the, you you're go the... back like you can go back so many generations, and and what do they all have in common? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're the you know, you're really the kid that really family. that was actually eating glue in class. You that you know that, that that's who you know would buy into that. That the kid who was actually eating glue, like man, that's glue. Don't taste bad. Yeah, well, don't worry. When your lips aren't moving anymore, you don't understand. <laughs> uh, it's just it's, it's that it's that really that stupid. And that's why I keep saying that if Jim Jones had the internet today, what is the damage he could have done? He didn't even have an internet. He got you to pack your shit and move to a foreign land. <laughs> so if he'd had what he had, you can get, you can, so if these people are calling out someone to follow a dead motherfucker, how long has he been dead? 
JFK Jr.? Yeah. Shit, I think I was still years? living in Chicago. 30, <laughs> 30 years ago? No, no, no. It was 20? 20, 20 so on. Yeah, because okay. George, George Magazine was uh, like 96, I think, is when that came out. I don't remember. So, so 20 years. They stopped you know, publishing. Right? So you can get someone to buy into some shit for 20 years. Shit, Manson, got, he did mass killings. He didn't have the internet. All he had was fucking... What, Acid, angel dust, or whatever. He could have had a fucking truckload of people actually going out killing folks, and you know, and he's sitting back enjoying it. But yet now you got to do. Can you, you imagine can... if Manson had like joined the Church of Scientology? Holy moly, <laughs> man, that would have been like. Think about like where you know we we reference the uh, the old shampoo commercial. Yeah. I told two friends, and they told two mm-hmm. friends, and so on and so on. So if Manson had like gotten, think of Manson as like a virus, like and if he had infected the Church of Scientology, and we by this point you know post pandemic we've all seen enough like viral spread diagrams, and it yeah you know, looks like. March Madness brackets, you know, right. except it just keeps going and going. I mean, they, he did get the, what was the girl's, they, they cut Sharon Tate's baby out of her, right? Yeah. I mean, how far do you, I mean, he didn't have any of this, and you got someone to, to do this. Now the well, internet, I mean, the You know, do, which, do, I mean, there was the guy, uh, who's, who's was it Kevin McCarthy's uh, little Q&A town hall where the guy was like, when can we start using our guns? Oh, yeah. It may have been Kevin McCarthy, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Using the guns but for what? To, you know, kill take us back the libs. country. To k- take know? back the country. Yeah. I, I really want them to bust them. Uh, right now, aren't they, um, they're going into the phones right now. They're trying to get Bannon, and they're really trying to, because uh, the only reason why they bring up the critical race theory thing is to keep your mind off the insurrection. They want that news not to be focused on that, because those, those senators are in trouble. The fact that they had that tour where they went through and was giving some type of, it's like, when did, when did you get tours to go through everything? And they're getting the, the phone records. They're going to find out who did it. And they're going to, that's why Trump is well, trying to block were, everything. You know, we, we were talking about the uh, some of the foibles of Bill Clinton. And who was it? Susan McDougal who went to jail uh, for, for defying a congressional subpoena. There's some, some woman who, who spent like, I know, I know Scooter Libby in went. jail. Scooter Libby. Yeah, that was a different thing. He was an actual criminal. <laughs> this is this is like someone who, and it is a crime. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to say it isn't, but uh, defying a congressional subpoena during right. the whole Whitewater investigation, right. and so hello Democrats, you know what the powers are? Fucking use them. You put Bannon in jail. You put John Clark in jail. You start putting all these people who are not answering to the committee. You want to? You don't want to talk to the committee? Plead the fifth. There is there is something in our legal system for that. But much, you know, we we were talking about uh, Garland. Well, no, you were talking about your your buddy. You guys went to the restaurant and he didn't have his card, so couldn't get into the restaurant. Right. And they were nice. They were accommodating. But that's the deal. You know, you you don't want to get vaccinated. Then here's a list of shit that you cannot do. Right. You you don't want to testify before the committee. Great. Here's the inside of a jail cell. Mm-hmm. 
But it's I'm, Garland. I'm very interested in these January 6th records because right. he's really fighting the release, but the the it's lawyer for Trump, it's it's there they have no case. So right. it's I'm very, yeah. very interested. No, and it's it, and it's much it's much a, larger a friend, in volume than they a, thought it was. The one thing I will say about Garland though is because he was one of the prosecutors for uh Tim McVeigh in the mm-hmm. Oklahoma City bombing. Right, right. And it's like, you know, he he doesn't only get his ducks in a row. He gets his ducks in a row and teaches them to dance and sing. And it just takes then, so long. I know. And that's the problem. And we've been waiting so long. So is that true? I'm, I mean, th- I mean, that's, he's that's, thorough. I mean, yeah. he, he is he's like, very he is thorough. extremely th- like the way Pelosi is with, you know, not bringing something to the floor unless she knows she has the votes. That's Garland's reputation mm. as, as a prosecutor. And, but, you know, like I was saying earlier about the, the democratic messaging, it's like, you need to do this now. And it's, I, I get why he's slow walking it and it's not a deliberate slow walk. That's just what it comes off as. And people are frustrated. And when you're frustrated, you make stupid choices. Like you vote for the Republicans because, well, the Democrats were just taking too long to get things done. Yeah, but they were getting them done. The Republicans you're voting for, they're not going to get things done. Right. Yeah, but they're not going to get them done now. And I, I want now. But, but see, that's what happened with Obama. When Obama, 2008, and, we, and so when Trump came in, Trump rode the wave of what Obama created by, he told you, because now actually, if you do the story on it, I guess uh, Obama actually screwed up when he went. There was a woman who told him, "You need to take the one point. I think it was a one point uh, trillion or whatever amount of money she told him to take, and he didn't. He listened to the other the the, the other guy. I forget his name, um, and it wasn't enough money to cover what he was doing because he went instead of going bigger, which is what. You know uh, the reason why Biden is going bigger because Biden was a part of that, and they told him you need to go bigger. Yeah, build he, back bigger. Yeah, <laughs> right. and he wouldn't do it, and he went small. He got in trouble. It took a long time to get things done, but they told him when it happens, the the economy's going to roar back. And what happened? Trump came in and rode that wave, and that's why he looks so great. But they let him know, dude, everything you you're riding Obama's wave just took too long. Yep. Well, you know, like like we've talked about before, the economy is is a house party that mm-hmm. the Republicans are trashing while yeah. the Democrats try to clean up and at least keep the place maintained well enough that people can still enjoy themselves at the party. And when everything is over, the Republicans take credit for the clean house. Right. And Zillow, if you look at Zillow, Zillow, I don't know if you know what Zillow did. Zillow. Oh, they were flipping stuff yeah. and yeah. And got, and got in trouble and, you know, to the point. So Blackstone, who owns every damn near every apartment complex there is, you know, they look for all the spaces. They're also buying up all this property that, you know, they're buying up the houses. And they're the ones also. So you can't. They're keeping the housing market where it is instead of letting an average person go and buy a particular home or allowing them to, to build a home where they're sticking an apartment complex. You know, they, they're not allowing you to do that. And so our own local government, not federal government, local government is saying, hey, we're not going to let you build a house because the value of the homes would go down. And they don't want the average person buying a house. And that's why houses and, and everything is staying the way it is. 
because people don't want you to move. Well, you know, you know why? Because you, you buy a house. Next thing, you might think you're better than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Can't is where that. this is where I'm an Elizabeth Warren Democrat. Oh. It's like all this shit just needs to be broken up. Yeah. Break it up. Oh, they don't want her. They they didn't want her to be president. My thing is, I wanted her to be. I didn't. I, I thought that she should probably be somewhere in there dealing with Wall Street. I voted for her in the primaries. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought she would have made a great president. Right. You know. So yeah. we'll see if if there is if there is a future, uh, we will be here yeah. talking about the the right way to get there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think you should be built to last. Whatever's going on. I tell my friends all the time, be built to last. You better have your shit. I I can't really worry about everybody around I, I know that I have to because you know, you just have to be uh make sure you're two steps ahead. You know, just getting your life together or whatever's going on, whatever you need, whatever. Because our world is falling apart around uh, us. And unless people... you're Paul Abdul, in which case you can be one step forward, oh, two steps back. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she makes sure she takes her medication every day, too, because she's crazy as fuck. You know. Looney well, tune. hey, you know, thanks to the Biden Build Back Better uh, bill, uh, maybe it'll be that much easier for her to get her medication. Uh-huh. And also, there's checks know. still out there. People haven't gotten their um, their checks, but they're still out there if you haven't gotten your check yet. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't want to, you know, jinx anything, but it sounds like Joe Biden may have made it okay to say Merry Christmas again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yay. Merry Christmas, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and this coming from one of, I'd, I'd like to say, the, the greatest uh, in of the Warriors on Christmas that I know. Me. Coming um, from a Jew? Gesundheit. <laughs> uh, comes out of this. I, no, I mean, I like I was saying last week, uh, see, and this is going to be the problem, like, Oh, no, I, I refuse to acknowledge Christmas until after Thanksgiving. It's two fucking weeks in a row that we've been talking about it. We're still weeks away from Thanksgiving. God damn all of you. But uh, Christmas is, it, I, I think, the spirit of the holiday. Bill, Bill Murray's speech at the end of Scrooged, I think, beautiful. Um, it is also a day for Goyam to spend with their families, leaving the movie theaters and the Chinese restaurants open for the Jews to go to. The rest of y'all fucking stay home with your goddamn families. Be like <laughs> I'm a little touchy about this. This or, is, this is you know, cultural appropriation has touched my life. Like when, when the non-Jews started like crowding the theaters mm-hmm. and the Chinese restaurants on Christmas Day. It's like, that's our thing. <laughs> well, be like what my mother told the, the old Roche's speech during Christmas. God damn it, ship, you're going to fix them goddamn toys for them kids. My kids will have a Christmas. God damn it, they will. And you get your ass down and you put them goddamn bikes together. All right, God damn it, Rose, I will. <laughs> we always loved that because she was telling me. Because my dad didn't want to do it. Hey, fuck this. Just trying to be white. That's all they try to do. <laughs> they don't need no goddamn toys. What do they need toys for? Yeah, yeah. Making Kelly says Santa is definitely white. <laughs> I I did you know, I, I did go to the the, the Mormon Not everyone cathedral. fighting the war on Christmas is on our side. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell the Mormons over at the, the when I was in uh, Provo, well, the, no uh, Salt Lake, and the guy and they still had the white Jesus up. I said, "Hey, bro, I have a little 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 note for you. What's that? Yeah, 
He ain't that, that, that photo's overexposed. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit, he's got a little bit more color in it. That rosy cheek thing going with the blue eyes. Nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> you, need to, you guys need to take that down and put that up. Go talk to somebody over in the Middle East. Well, yes. yeah, there's no there's no shortage of Mormons in Jerusalem because yeah. uh, you know it's I mean the city is the old city is broken up uh, split amongst the three major monotheistic religions so of course the Mormons they got to get a piece of that and you know you see a lot of I, I haven't been there in years but you know you see a lot of guys in the uh, short sleeve white shirts mm-hmm. collar name tag says deacon uh, why do they all name their kids deacon i mm-hmm. don't i don't know that mysteries of the mormon and the church. girls are all freaks <laughs> but yeah i i think there's enough mormons in jerusalem uh that they could they could send them on a fact-finding mission uh what color are most of the locals pre-1948 well, the fact that they could actually this guy told you he went to the woods and found you know found this golden town that's a man. It's a hell of a story. You know, Americans have been believing crazy bullshit for years, and as we've seen, you know, from the last five years, there's still plenty of them willing to believe yeah. the craziest bullshit that's out there. And if you can believe it, it is. It is about that time when when we. What say, time is that, Dave? <laughs> we're wrapping it up. It is. Yeah. It. It is. It is uh, not howdy doody time. Is, <laughs> I, I knew that was what you were waiting for. I'm not going to sing it because then that's going to be in my head all day. We're not going there. No. It's. It is. Uh, it be is. Rapper room. It. Well, it's. I see Timon, <laughs> and I see Katie. <laughs> That's it, because we're socially distancing and being safe, and so we're, you know, it's a, it's a smallish studio. We try to, we're vaccinated, we're boosted, but we're still safe. And so I think for, you know, not like I want to turn into Springer and for a final message, mm. but for the people who, I, I don't need to wear a mask, I'm vaccinated, or I'm immunized, even dumber, if more protection is offered, Use it. You know, it's pretty simple. Like, you don't, oh, well, you know, uh, I, I, I've i got a Zippo lighter, so I don't need to buy fire insurance for my house. Like, it makes no sense, mm-hmm. especially when you put it all together. But if there is more protection, you know, it's like, hey, okay, so you're good with fire. Just the same. Mm-hmm. The idea with insurance is just in case. Mm-hmm. And so fucking, like, if you are offered the chance to do more to help yourself and help others at a minor inconvenience to yourself, be a team player. (laughs) And with that, I want to thank today's team. (laughs) Hey, yeah, the top of the apple pie is not the only place I put the cheese. (laughs) Katie Massa Kennedy, always great to have you with us. Looking forward to the next time already, should you so desire. Where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, well, um, I'm working for a, um, an agency now called Stage 3 Agency, and that's .com. And they have an arm called MediaWorks, and they're doing great, great documentaries. So check that out and see some of the stuff that I've been working on. Um, I'm on Twitter at Katie Massa, K-A-T-I-E-M-A-S-S-A. Awesome. They have showrunners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I could ask. 
Right on. Well, thank you for being here. And like I said, looking forward to the next time already. Mr. Time and Chip, always a pleasure to have you with us as well. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Time and Ship at Weebly.com is my website. Time and Ship at Twitter, Time and Ship at uh, Facebook, and Time and Ship at Instagram. And uh, you can get my book, My St. Louis, on Amazon.com, as well as my CD, Universal Brother, on CD Baby. Awesome. Well, there you go. And folks, with the supply chain issues being what they are, there are some fine gift-given opportunities. And, Katie, we mentioned it in the intro, but also uh, Libby and the Right to Vote. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can find that on Amazon. Right on. So thank you guys for being here. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. I am, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be here every week. And I am on the social media, not on Instagram that often, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson. On the Facebook, it is Dr.David.Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well on the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, sorry to hear that. Not sure why you stuck around, but thanks for doing it. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye. goodbye.